You are listening to Unbreakable Success, episode 41. Welcome to Unbreakable Success, where each episode gives you the experts and perspectives to evolve your success in mind, body, and wealth. My name is Aaron Keith Hawkins, and I have over 20 years of leadership experience as a public servant and as an entrepreneur. And now, my mission is your success. There you are. Welcome back to another episode of Unbreakable Success. We have a really valuable conversation for you today. We're going to be talking about making resets in our life. And one of the things I can tell you first and foremost is that we often need to make some resets and shifts at the moments when we don't even realize it. And Dr. Jason Brooks, our guest today, uh, he's a best-selling author of a book called Reset, Reformatting Your Purpose for Tomorrow's World. And I think you're going to find this discussion valuable because he talks about the multiple different types of resets that we need. Sometimes sometimes it's obvious, like when we need to do an about face in our life or make some kind of radical change. But other times there's just some realignments or refining that we need to be doing continuously. And he's really going to give us some information and we're going to share a discussion today that I think you're going to find valuable in any context of your life, whether it's business or work, relationships, etc. I'm really thankful for him uh, joining us today. And one of the things I admire about him most is the fact that he's a powerful influencer. Like many of the guests that's they're pretty much all the guests that you hear on on this show on Unbreakable Success. He's just a powerful influencer and authentic influencer. And if you want to generate some of those skills, if you want to improve your ability to influence at home, at work, in groups or with individuals, uh, I have a free gift for you. If you swing over to AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash influence, you'll get a really quick rapid success guide to help you not only learn what you need to do to improve your influence skills, but also some things you really need to be, be aware of that sometimes damage our ability to influence. So AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash influence. And as for right now, let's jump in and talk to Dr. Brooks. You're going to love this one. All right, Dr. Jason Brooks, welcome to Unbreakable Success. Thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your schedule to share a conversation today. How are things going for you, my friend? Oh, it's going great. And Aaron, I want to thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of this podcast. Man, you are doing amazing work and I'm so fired up to be with you today. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for joining me. For um, everyone listening, you may not know, uh, Dr. Brooks and I had a chance to to share a great conversation on his pod- podcast yeah. uh, just a short while ago, a few weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, if I sound a little more extra excited today, it's because I got a chance to talk to, to Dr. Brooks again. We, you know, we've had a lot of fun uh, talking about a few things, haven't we, sir? Yeah. Absolutely, man. Hey, we're like two peas in a pod, man. I, I mean, I, I, I love you. I think the very first conversation you and I had, it, it was like, I mean, we, we could have talked all afternoon, oh, yeah, but uh, it, it was great. Yeah, yeah, definitely glad we were able to connect. And, and while, I'm, while I'm thinking of it, um, tell everybody the name of your podcast, because uh, just so they have a chance to check it out. Uh, after uh, Everyone, you must finish this episode first. Then you're allowed to go listen <laughs> well, to Dr. Brooks' podcast. And you definitely should go listen to Dr. Brooks' podcast, it's pretty amazing. Oh man, that's kind of you. And and if you go over there and listen to my podcast, you're probably going to hear Aaron as well. So I mean that that's a, a double win. But uh, nice. but yeah, the the name of my podcast is the Doctor uh, 
Jason Brooks Leadership Podcast, and it's out on iTunes and Google and and everywhere. You just get your favorite media player, and you're ready to rock and roll. Nice. Make sure you guys uh, hop over and take a listen and hit the subscribe button. And make sure you leave them a, good, a great review uh, as well while you're in there. Dr. Brooks, for everybody who doesn't know exactly what it is you're up to, and, and uh, this, uh, I hope this isn't too challenging a question because you wear so many hats, you're podcasting <laughs> and you're authoring and, and you're, uh, you know, you're teaching leaders in the whole nine yards. But if somebody had to ask you that question, Dr. Brooks, what is it that you do? How would you narrow that down into a, a nugget bite-sized piece if you can? Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah. I tell you what. I've been asked that question so many times, and here's the way that I found that it's easiest for me to answer that. Okay. That I am completely focused on changing lives and growing leaders. Um, that, that That's my purpose. That's my passion. That's why I'm here. And the cool thing, Aaron, is for me, I have the opportunity to live that out in yeah. so many different ways. Um, so, you know, when I say, what am I doing? Man, I'm changing lives and I'm growing leaders every single day. I love it. Um, you know, when when I think about you know to get in a little bit more detail on that, I mean you're exactly right. I've got uh, a podcast that I'm fired up about. Um, got some online learning programs that I'm developing. Uh, one in particular, Catalyst Leader University, which is a 12 month leadership uh, program that um, works through five different areas of a high impact leader. Um, I'm blogging, I'm speaking around the country. I've got a couple of books that I'm writing. Um, I'm doing uh, leadership consulting all with the, um, your focus of again, how can I change lives and grow leaders every single day? I love it. I love it. There's so, there's so much, uh, I have so much respect for you. Just, you know, if you all, when, uh, again, after this episode, I don't want you bailing early because <laughs> we're going to get to some good stuff here. Uh, but <laughs> all kidding aside, but doc, Dr. Uh, Brooks' website, drjasonbrooks.com, there's just, there's so much on there. Um, but I, I love that all of it is, is like you said, it's really targeted uh, towards your mission. It doesn't take too long to just click on a few tabs and realize what you're all about, which is uh, uh, obviously making those changes in people's lives and, and growing people's uh, leadership capabilities. So um, you, you, you brought up your books. I know you released your, your, your book uh, a couple of years ago now, your first book, uh, Reset, it was called. Absolutely. Yeah, this was back in uh, at the end of 2013, I think. So, okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's called Reset, Reformatting Your Purpose for Tomorrow's World. And uh, boy, this was something that was on my heart for so long. And it's really about pushing the reset button on your life. And, you know, as I was talking with folks and working with them individually and in, in organizations, the thing I continue to hear over and over and over is that I just need a reset. I, there's, mm. I, I'm stuck. I, I need to be moving forward. And, you know, it just really weighed heavy on my heart with that. And, you know, as I was kind of thinking about the idea of reset, you know, it was about, you know, all of us at any given time are going through a reset. Yes. Now, there's different kinds of resets, and, and I, I look at three different kinds of resets. Your first is a radical reset, and, and this is something where I'm going down a direction, 
and I know that it is going to be catastrophic if I don't make a 180 degree turn immediately. Mm. You know, folks that are struggling with with drug and alcohol addiction, folks that are involved in a relationship that is, you know, that is damaging and, and that it's, mm. and it's so suffocating. You know, folks that are not taking care of their bodies, and mm. you know, they they keep shoving in the ho hos and, and ding dongs <laughs> instead of the broccoli. <laughs> and they just keep, you know, their their yeah. physical wellness is just getting getting out of control mm-hmm. to the point that it's going to be catastrophic to them. So, you know, there are folks that need to push the reset button for that radical reset. And, you know, there's there's others of us that we need a realigning reset where in general we know the direction that we're going, mm-hmm. but we've let complacency come in and we're starting to veer off course a little bit. Yeah. And you know, in my book, I talk about the analogy of if you leave New York uh, on an airplane and then you head to California, if you stay on a single course, by the time you get there, you're going to be about 600 miles off of your destination. Yeah. So you're always having to make those adjustments as you're yes. going through. Yeah. And then, and then the third type of reset is a, is a refining reset. And man, these are the daily disciplines of of staying focused, of keeping first things first, your goals right in front of you, the next steps that you need to take in accomplishing those goals. And it's those those micro adjustments that you're making every single day to stay on track and on target. So, um, you know that that for me was such a driver. Man, there's so much more, you know, in the book on how to how to do that, how to create a strong foundation for your life, how to lead with intentionality and direction. But, but yeah, I was, I was fired up to, uh, to be able to write that. And, and, um, you know, I, I'm honored that I've heard story after story of folks to say, this was exactly what I needed at just the right time. Yeah. That's such a, that's such a rush, um, to have that opportunity. And I'm, uh, definitely congrats to you for, for knocking out that, that first book, because I know it's not your, I know it's not going to be your your last one. And for every, uh, for you as you're listening, uh, if you want to check out Reset from Doctor Brooks, uh, if you go over to AaronKeithHawkins.com, just type in the search bar uh, Brooks B R O O K S, and I'll make sure I have a link. Uh, make it real easy oh. for you to find uh, Doctor awesome, Brooks' uh, book on book on Amazon. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely want to make sure people have the opportunity to check that out. So. If we can, if we can kind of reset for a quick second, <laughs> and and really get to now that we know what it is you're up to these days on a daily basis, and and we know a little bit about your book, how did this? Obviously, you weren't. Uh, I, I doubt you went straight from middle school to high school to uh, <laughs> secondary yeah. and, and graduate <laughs> education, and got a doctorate, and suddenly this website appeared and this mission just instantly appeared. I, I know for all of us, we have sort of a, a journey. How did this, you know, going back to the, to the beginning days for you, how did this journey and this mission and, and the work that you're doing now, how did that evolve for you and take place? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I really appreciate you asking that question. And, and let me preface this by saying, I think that all too often folks get so, consumed with having to have their life all figured out uh, early on. And my journey 
is very similar to yours, Aaron, where it, it took different turns and it, and it, yeah. it provided additional opportunities, all within our core heart's focus of mm-hmm. why we're here and the impact we make. But, but yeah, I, I uh, grew up in a small town in Indiana. And uh, I, I graduated from high school, and my my dream was to do music. Uh, I, I've always oh, been wow. very, very creative, and I wanted to go and get a music d- degree and, and do performance. And I remember sitting down with my dad when I was getting ready to graduate. We were talking about you know college and all that type of thing. I said, man, I, I want to go into music. And he looked at me. He said, you'll never be able to make a career out of music. And man, I was devastated with that. Yeah. Um, so early on, I, I did the things of a dutiful son, and I, I went to a school. I got my undergrad degree from uh, Purdue University in management with minors in uh, human resources and psychology. Okay. And I, I went into the corporate work world. Um, you know, I started out, um, and you know, the thing that I love to do is to come into organizations or to sit down with individuals and kind of peel it up heart and look at the inside and, and work to put it back together mm-hmm. and then when it gets back together and it gets in maintenance mode i get bored and then i'm i'm ready to go on <laughs> next so for the first probably five years uh post um graduation yeah. i had five different jobs at five different companies oh, wow. and uh and my, <laughs> my wife looked at me and she said why are you never satisfied i said it's not that i'm i'm not satisfied it's just you know i i i get through it i i do a transformation and then I'm ready to move on. So, yeah. um, but I, I finally kind of uh, settled in uh, to a corporate role. I worked for Cracker Barrel on country stores and I was okay. the corporate human resource manager. And, and this is where I had, I had one of those defining um, moments in my life that mm. took me in a different direction. I, I know you've had that. Yes. And, yes. Um, and so many people listening to your podcast have had this, but I was sitting across the table um, getting ready to terminate the employment of a gentleman that had been with the company for about six years. Hmm. And I was going to terminate his employment for attendance. Okay. And Aaron, I looked across the table at this, at this gentleman and I knew, I knew his family. I, I knew kind mm-hmm. of his story. His issue was not attendance. Yeah. His wife had just, um, told him that she was having an affair and oh, wow. they, they were separated. Teenage daughter had just found out that she was pregnant. Mm. Younger teenage son was dealing with with you know, behavior issues, you know, juvenile system, some some drugs and alcohol, etc. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked in this guy's eyes and I told him that today was going to be his last day. And he just put his head down in his hands. And he sat there for about 30 seconds. Hmm. Man, it it was one of the longest 30 seconds of my life. And he looked up with tears in his eyes. And he said, I understand. Thank you. And man, I made the decision at that point that my life was going to mean more than policy and procedure and rules and regulations and and all that. It it was the right thing to do for the company. Yeah. Because we needed someone that was committed, that was reliable, et cetera. Right. But 
but this gentleman was just broken. So um, I made the decision in early 2000, I think it was 2004, um, I went back to school. I was working in, in an executive level role at, at a company, but I went back. I got my master's degree in mental health counseling. Okay. Um, being a glutton for punishment, I continued on after that. I got my <laughs> doctorate in psychology, and then uh, I got my third advanced degree, uh, an MBA. Okay. Um, so, I, so I completed all of those degrees in about seven years while I was working full time and oh, and man. had a family and all that stuff. And yeah. And bro, I tell you what, if if there were any pieces that I learned about building a life on a firm foundation of balance and trying to keep all of those things moving, that was a lot of the message of where reset came from so but <laughs> yeah. but you know for me it was about the business side early on building mm-hmm. organizations helping to unleash success there but then turning my attention back to the individual yeah. and then and then having the opportunity to bring those two together in a way that I can be a part of helping to maximize the impact of individuals personally within the organizational context so that everyone wins and everyone experiences success. And uh, so, you know, early on, I didn't know where the path was going to lead. But I tell you, today, looking back, it couldn't have happened any other way. And I know, just like you, every single day, I'm waking up, I'm showing up, and I'm giving 100%, and I know that it's changing lives. That's that's uh, that's that's so amazing, and uh, uh, I got to tell you, I I love that you 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 know obviously that moment that defining moment that you had uh, certainly wasn't wasn't uh, the ideal situation for you to realize what it was that you actually wanted to do, but um, but we all kind of have that, don't we? In, yeah. in some ways, sometimes it's sometimes it's something that we're thinking about. Sometimes it's an event that happens, but one way or another, there's usually a sort of an epiphany. Yeah. Um, but when you, but, after you went back, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, doctor. Yeah, I, I just think that oftentimes, just kind of volleying on that, that, that sometimes we get complacent. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. And we, and we can get stuck. And yeah. I, I know in the work that I've done with executives through coaching and, and, you know, doing leadership consulting, that is the one thing that I hear so often when I can get them to the point of truly being transparent and opening up yeah. is that they feel like that they made a decision early, early on mm-hmm. and they had to stay in this path yeah. that, that, that there was no other options. Yep. And, um, and you know, sometimes folks are looking for that opportunity to reset and, and to and to go a different direction. And yeah. you know, my my encouragement is to be honest with yourself, so mm-hmm. that you don't look in the rearview mirror and say, "Could I have done that?" Yeah. And and what an impact that would have made. So yeah. That's uh, I, I love it, and it's it's so true, and it's almost like we get stuck in. For many of us, and I know, you know, I can speak for myself. Um, first and foremost, I, I it's so easy to get caught into the cliches of, um, you know, I've got too much time invested, or right. you know, this is just who I am, or you know, that's not the way the stars were aligned for me. Like insert yeah. your cliche here. Yeah. And, and and I and I say that empathetically, not you know, not as a form of of judgment or or, or to be sarcastic about it. I, mm-hmm. I say it with empathy because I've I've said right. those things before 
myself. Sure. And so I know how true it can feel. Yeah. It can really feel like those things are true. But, you know, like you said, uh, Doctor, the, 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 the truth is we have to have the guts to ask ourselves, you know, or, or at least challenge ourselves to be able to say, okay, I don't want to look back and say, what could I have done differently? That's you know, exactly if I, right. If I had, and that was, you know, that that is the story of me for sure. You know, I, yeah. you know, from from how I started on right. this journey, and, and you know, yours was, uh, you know, your story was in the workplace. My story was at at home. Or I had a medical collapse, but yeah. and and you know, I I think you you're probably on the same page with me that the things that you do nowadays and and the things you're working on is because you hope that someone will meet you, hear from you, hear your message, read your book, and that communication will be the epiphany so that they don't have to have some, you know, tragic event or some unpleasant that's event right. that, that changes their uh, changes their course. So, um, that's right. you know, that's the reason for the, for this show and why I bring people like you on so we mm-hmm. can have these discussions and, and see that, you know, that how possible it is. Just It's just a decision to decide this is not going to be the story of me. Yeah. I, I got a different story to, to create. Well, I, I think the other thing that's important, too, is, you know, when when folks outside looking in, mm-hmm. they see you, they they see, you know, a Brendan Burchard or a, or a Tony Robbins or, mm-hmm. you know, any of these other folks, you know, it, it's almost like they're larger than life. And, yeah. and folks are like, I, I could never do that. But here's the reality. And I, I'm sure that that your journey again was very similar to mine. There were seasons of, I mean, financial ruin. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, there there have been two times um, in my career where I made a choice, and things did not result the way that I expected. And mm-hmm. you know, our family went went down to to zero dollars and mm-hmm. and building it up. And you know, there have been times where I've been so focused and so committed on building that I sacrificed my health. And mm-hmm. yeah, I remember when I was going to school, it was uh, you know, it's kind of funny to think back on now. But you know, I mentioned you know for seven years that uh, that I was in school, so I would get up in the morning, six a.m., head off to the office get back in at six o'clock at night mm-hmm. have dinner with the family tuck the kids in bed and then i would start school work until about one two o'clock in the morning and and yeah. i did that for seven years <laughs> oh and, and and each night my wife would uh would watch tv and yeah. and aaron when i got my last degree i remember coming in and sitting down on the couch with her I mean, I was so excited. I was like, you know, we, we together we've done this. You know, we've you know, we've walked this journey, mm-hmm. and and we finally. And she looked over at me. She said, "This feels weird." <laughs> and I was, I mean, I, I was devastated uh, because I was like, you know, the person that I care the most about, yeah, uh, you know, in my life, as a result of choices made. Mm-hmm. is now a stranger. And yeah. you know, the, the the cool thing is we got to start dating again. And you, yeah. you remember what dating's like. <laughs> oh, so yeah. that that was a nice <laughs> rebound. But but again, the path to success, regardless of what success means for for you for for any of your listeners, it's not going to necessarily be an arrow up to the right. 
Yeah. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to yeah. be there's going to be choices made and consequences of those choices. But it doesn't mean that you should stop taking the next step every single day. Yeah. And and I think that is if there's any message of inspiration and hope, I think it is be focused, not so far in the future that it becomes overwhelming, but what is the next right step that mm. I need to take today? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that, that's such brilliant advice. I think <clears throat> it can get so easy to, or it can get very, it, it can be very reasonable to, you know, think about success and there's, you know, how do I build this, whether it's a business or a relationship, or how do you re- rebuild a relationship or rebuild a business or have a better year if, you know, the previous fiscal year was just a, a mess. Right. And those, the big umbrella challenges sometimes there's just no way to connect all the dots. That's right. You kind of have to figure it out one decision, one step at a time uh, and, and handle some of the smaller things. You know, you mentioned earlier making those micro adjustments mm-hmm. um, and they're, they're usually, usually what completely changes somebody's life, somebody's life is the small things, uh, the consistent small things. And uh, I think that's really, really important to remember. And I, I love that. I love that message message from you so how did that evolve i'm curious because you went through seven years of school you know you you mm-hmm. left the, the 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 career you were in you went to school and obviously you were still working but where did it where did it become because you had to make that transition from education to implementation to actually start doing what it is that you're doing today mm-hmm. how, did, how did that evolve for you because i'm sure there are plenty of people out there that have this this thing that they want to do or this 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 change that they want to make in the trajectory of their life, no matter what it is. But how did you decide, okay, here's where I'm going to start my own platform and, and start building this, this mission to actually become this person that creates some personal impact in people's lives. You had to make a first step uh, aside from, from going back to school. How did you start out with that? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think the first the first step for me was really understanding my why, mm-hmm. you know, my, my purpose, you know, what what excites me, what motivates me. And I, I, I spent probably two, two and a half years really vetting that out. Um, and, and, and that's why for me, anything that I do is so aligned with who I am that it doesn't feel like work and it doesn't feel like labor or, or yeah. effort. So so the first step for me was really understanding my heart in a very, very deep way. And then, you know, it, it's interesting because um, the choices that I made were to continue to work in a, in a full-time role mm-hmm. uh, because – the mortgage company likes to be paid, and <laughs> yes, uh, and my family liked to eat, yeah. and uh, you know it's it, it was one of those things that I, I struggled with a little bit with myself because you know in in my quiet time I would think, gosh, you know, if I didn't have a mortgage and if I didn't have you know a family and relationship and all those type of things, what could I be doing? And and mm-hmm. then you know I, I quickly brought myself back to reality and says, you know what, that's you know that's not where you're at. <laughs> um, so so. I continued to work in a full-time role, but I started creating Mm. in the areas that I felt the greatest calling to create in. Wow. So, you know, for me, I I, I started with blogging and, you know, I I could do this, you know, nights and weekends and, um, 
you know, j- just kind of share my heart on the page in into to, uh, you know, to put that out. And then, you know, the blogging then, you know, as as my comfort uh, grew and as I heard from people of what they would like to see, you know, they, you know, the blogging and, and the writing of, of my books, um, you know, I got so much affirmation. But then I had people call, uh, you know, reach out to me and said, gosh, you know what? It, it seems like you have such energy and, and such passion. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about doing video blogs um, or, or anything like that? I was like, well, no. Um, but you know what? Let me let me explore that. Yeah. So. So then I started adding video blogging into that. And then, um, you know, my, you know, my podcast journey began with a, a friend from church coming up to me and saying, Hey, have you, uh, you know, I've got an idea for a podcast. Um, would you be, would you be interested in coming alongside me? So I actually started out doing a, a show with someone else and, uh, he ended up moving uh, and then I launched into uh, my new podcast. But so the, that was kind of a coming together of someone else's idea. And, and I knew that it aligned with me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, so, you know, as I continued to work and continued to, um, provide for my family and give my bride stability, which you know is is very important for her. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I I I expressed my creativity in a yeah. way that folks that would read it or hear it or see it would say, you know what, that made such an impact for me, mm-hmm. and and that was just a validation. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it it's happened over time, and yeah. um, you know, I think all too often we get sucked in to the fast food society mentality. Yeah. That um, you know, if if I just go out and hang a shingle, then everything's going to be great. Yeah. And uh, and it, oftentimes it's those daily disciplines yeah. of just doing the next right thing that over time yields the results and when yeah. you look in the rearview mirror you're like i i had no idea how i got here but mm-hmm. uh so they that's what my journey has been yeah I, you know i well i i love that something you said a minute ago you said you started you said i started creating in the in the area of my calling that is such a uh profound statement i don't even know if you realize what you said there but it, it's so powerful because and and for you listening, you know, if if there's something that you are looking to improve and or begin, that's where the rubber meets the road. It's that decision to create something different, whether it's by as as you said, Doc, by by um, you know, you started writing your blog, and then doing that led into you exploring doing video because. Somebody brought it up, and it became became something in your mind. Say, hey, what, it, there's another way I can explore doing what I'm doing and sharing what I want to share with the world, and that could apply to anything. It doesn't just share to, um, you know, being a thought leader or being somebody who's, um, you know, a coach or a speaker or, or teaching on a particular thing. That can apply to, you know, if somebody has a dream of being a chef or yep. playing an instrument. You know, nothing will happen until you start building on it and you just just take an action and that's, that's that right. is most definitely that is 100 percent what happened to me you know because mm. after a while the contemplation stopped and it was right. okay i gotta put foot forward that's right and this is going to look and feel ridiculous initially but 
got to do it. Yeah. You know, we we <laughs> to be blunt, sometimes we just got to be willing to suck at something really bad for a while until and eventually that will become something really worthwhile. And I think that's, you know, if we're honest with ourselves, most of the time and and <laughs> you listening out there, you, you bet you're probably going to be nodding your head right now because the, yeah. the real fear is that we don't want to suck. Yeah, that's get right. laughed at and get ridiculed and have somebody pointing a finger and and be the reason somebody says, yep, that's why I didn't ever try to do anything because I don't want to wind up looking like that. But everyone mm. who succeeds at something begins at something. That's right. And when they begin at it, it's not going to look good. It's not going to feel natural. You know, it's, it's not going to feel like who you are. It's not going to feel like you're normal. It's not going to feel like... You know, the action itself may not feel like you're calling, mm-hmm. even though the, the sensation inside is going to feel like, yeah, this is really, really, really what I want to do. But man, doing it feels weird. That's right. And, and even the result may not be completely satisfying initially because, you know, it's a learning process. Absolutely. Um, but that, that's so important that we're willing to explore because explore is another word that you said a second ago. Mm. Um, and it's really that process of creation and exploration that that really will lead into us building what it is we want to build. I love that. You know, it's it's so interesting. In my journey as well, the things that I do today mm-hmm. were things that were so foreign to me oh, yeah. even 15 years ago. Yeah. I remember um, – you know, it's, it's always been a part of me, you know, the, the speaking and the writing and, and you, know, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. And I remember in one of the um, jobs that I had, I had a a, uh, a boss and a mentor that I, I still consider a great friend. But I remember him uh, saying to me, um, you will never, ever be a speaker. Mm. And then – and then he said, you will never be a writer. You're one of the worst writers I think I've ever seen. And and for me, that was devastating in the moment. Yeah. But it almost became fuel yeah. for me to push forward and to overcome my limiting beliefs, my fear, my apprehension, uh, yeah. my my desire to be accepted and to be liked and, and you know, to, to make an impact. And, um, you know, today, you know, I, I don't know if, if I would have achieved the same level of results if I didn't have motivation in different ways, internal, external, Mm -hmm. you know, any of those. So, yeah, yeah. It it becomes an identity issue. Um, where, and what I mean by that is it, it, it has to become a situation, and, and and you can. I'd love to hear you chime in on this, um, but I kind of just feel the need to say it. You know, when we, when it comes to motivation, and I strongly believe this, and I, I've seen it happen over and over, not just with myself, but with you know people I've interacted with, people I've coached with, and been in groups with. Mm-hmm. You know, motivation only lasts when it becomes an issue of identity. In other words, I need to be this person mm-hmm. as opposed to. I need, I really want to do this thing, you know, and, and I, I think that's the sort of the, the approach that in many ways holds some people back. It's, it's looking for something to motivate them beyond that fear that we talked about, you know, so they look for the right quote or the right book 
or right. the right speaker to listen to. And, and hopefully one of those things will be the magic elixir that gets them over the hump and gets them yeah. motivated as if there's this motivation is something that we can find on a shelf somewhere. But really, mm. motivation only really works when in a moment it works. But when it becomes an issue of identity, well, then it then things that's when things begin to change. And, and, and I know just from you know, the, the times we've been able to speak that this is not just something you're kind of feeling motivated to do. This right. is the person that you realize that you need to be. This is who you are. Mm-hmm. And, and this is the impact that you want to have. And I know for, for me, it worked out the same way. There's plenty of times where I don't feel motivated to, to do a lot of things. Don't feel, mm-hmm. it, it, there's plenty of things I don't feel motivated to do, but I know who I am and I've chosen, yeah. I, I, I've chosen, I decided what my work is going to be. And that work gets done when I'm feeling motivated. That work, most of the time, <laughs> that, work, that work gets done when I'm not feeling motivated. Um, and, and, and none of this is a picture perfect, you know, 100% of the time. But across the big picture, it becomes so much easier when you're clear about, you know, this is the guy, the gal I'm going to be, and this is the impact I'm going to have regardless Mm-hmm. Even if I suck at it at first, even if I'm, you know, I, I don't start out looking like, uh, you know, like the most skilled or masterful person in, in this thing. Um, bec- and over time, the competency grows and and the mm-hmm. fear becomes a whole lot less relevant. Um, and, and like you, because I, I can tell you for me, gosh, 2009 is when my sort of pivotal moment happened. If you would have told me then that I would be doing the things I do, like, like you said, the things I do on sure. a daily basis now, I'd be like, there's no way I'm not doing that. I'm not yeah. going on some podcast with somebody I don't know that well and, and share my ideas. I'm, ideas. I'm not going to be able to edit anything. Like <laughs> right. people are going to hear me just say stuff. What if I say something wrong? What if I stumble right. on my words? And I would yeah. have never, I would have never believed it was something I would be willing or able to do, but it's kind of the, it's not even something I, you know, I always, I get excited for it and I get energized by it now, but the, the fear, it kind of transitions into something else. It transitions into energy and excitement and all those different things. So, and, and I say that for the listeners to, to, to implore you that whatever it is that you're looking to succeed at, you know, you don't have to worry about how can I be an expert at this right now? It's, how can I, or, or am I going to choose to be this as a person? That's right. And as long as you choose to be it as a person, I don't care what it is, whether it's being a better uh, husband, a better wife, whether it's being a, you know, a better uh, boss to your employees, a better entrepreneur, a more sincere entrepreneur, uh, a better cook, no matter mm. what it is, if you decide it as an identity and as the person you need to be, it's, you're going to, you're going to rock it just, just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. When I work with folks, um, Mm -hmm. I always start first with the question of who are you becoming? Yeah. Love who, who are you going to be? Brilliant. Then we go into the do. Yep. And uh, you know, oftentimes we're so action-oriented that, that we just start with the do. Just just tell me what to do and I'll go do it. And yeah. and that is so unfulfilling in the long term because you're, you're just chasing you're just chasing clouds. Um, and, and yeah. you know, that can shift and it can change. But when you find who you are, that core sense of self, mm-hmm. then you can take those steps for doing. And 
you know, fear, you mentioned that a couple of times. And uh, in those instances, fear doesn't necessarily go away. No. But uh, I've, I've heard before, I'm sure you've heard this too, you know, fear stands for false expectations appearing real. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, we we tell ourselves things and, and you know, we, we can almost talk ourselves out of it in the yeah. context of fear. And when we know our who and then we know our what, then fear loses its hold on us because we've got something else that's driving us forward that's even stronger than those false expectations. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And it's so true, you know, and there's so many ways that people put it. It's false expectations appearing real, false evidence appearing real. Um, (laughs) uh, You're right. What is it, something else? uh, Forget everything... Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the point, the point is, the fear becomes less relevant. And I, and I often also think of it this way. When, you know, as far as a fear discussion, you know, I, I find it helpful. And I, and I know for for some people, I've been fortunate enough to to be able to work with. You know, I like to think of, or I like to remember, the purpose of the fear from a from a uh, physiological standpoint, the way we're we're engineered as as human beings, the fear is there for a reason. Like our our, our brains mm-hmm. and that little amygdala in the back of our head, you mm-hmm. know, the fear is that we. It's just a sensation is all it is that 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 the amygdala generates that and it releases chemicals that and it gives us this sensation of fear throughout our body, but it's there for a really really good purpose to keep us safe so we don't get hurt. Right. And and it works really well if you're in the woods and you're trying to avoid bears and wolves and stuff like that. But, you know, in, in our society nowadays, many of the things that we fear, especially in the context that we're talking about it, as far as trying something new or trying something that looks different to others. And, you know, if we really ask ourselves, like, is 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 this fear that I'm listening to in the moment, is it really keeping me safe from anything? The mm-hmm. answer is, is most obviously no. Right. So it, when you really start to analyze, I found it helpful if we really start thinking about fear as a, as a tool. And tools, mm-hmm. you know, in the context, when you're talking about a tool or an asset, you know, sometimes you need a particular tool and sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes you need the hammer and then other times you need the screwdriver but that's right you know if you find yourself with you know a, a hammer in your hand and we can call that fear and you don't really need it and just put it down yeah <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and, and move on yeah absolutely know, I, 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 I like to and it, it I find it helpful and I'm, I encourage everybody listening when you think of fear you know think of it as an asset think of it as a tool so that when it does show up just ask yourself do I really need this right now because mm-hmm. the, the intention is good. I love your, that. Your, your brain is really trying to help. It's just that sometimes you don't need the help. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> That's need... awesome, man. Yeah. So, uh, well, tell me this. Uh, where are we at now with time? Wow, time flies with talking to you, man. We could just we could, we need to have like a two or three hour <laughs> show. Bring a couple more uh, people on and just do a big old conversation. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make that happen, my friend. Yeah, we do. We really do. I, w- I want to get into a, a couple things. I want to ask a few more questions because I, I want to get some better ideas of of what's going on with you. Um, but I, I, I do want to ask this first. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I, I love this, this conversation that we're talking about with when it comes to, you know, doing what we do and, and why we do it and overcoming some of the challenges and, and the 
the journey and the fears and things like that. But I got to ask you this, and I, it's almost rhetorical. Do you think you would ever feel successful if you didn't do what you're doing right now? If you just if you just stopped or just quit on it? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you really think you could feel uh, universally successful if you just chose not to do it um, because it may, you know whatever level of resistance there may or may not have been when you started out if yeah. if you just were doing something else that was mundane would it how would that feel to you as as, as best you can think about it now yeah I, not at all um, yeah. you know I I would feel like that there is a part of me that was created for a purpose Mm. that was not being used to make an impact in other people's lives. Mm. And um, I think that that is, you know, if we look in the rearview mirror at the end of our days, Um, and, and I kind of go through uh, an exercise in in reset where I talk about you know kind of your eulogy and what would you once said about you yeah. um, you know and you'll kind of you're beginning with the end in mind uh, you know type of yes. approach yeah. but but no I mean it for me the the focus on changing lives and growing leaders and making an impact, is woven into you know my heart. It, yeah. It's 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 in my spirit. It's it's everything that I do. It, that's the that's what gives me the energy and the drive and the motivation to to you know give more than I ever thought that I could and and to impact more than I ever thought that I would have the opportunity to. So yeah. so for me, success comes from living my life in perfect alignment with how I was created, mm-hmm. who I was created to be, and making the most of every single opportunity that's provided um, you know, day in and day out. Love so. it. Love it. And if I could give you credit, I, I also I would humbly add to that that you're, you're creating opportunities as well um, with the work mm-hmm. you're doing and your decisions to just get more of your – your vision and your message out there. So I commend you for it. Uh, most definitely. Oh, I'm honored. Thank you, brother. Oh, uh, anytime. I mean, I mean it. Well, let's, let's hop into a couple questions. Uh, um, that I really want to get to, to pick your brain about, uh, what's going on in, in your world. If I could, you okay with that? Sure. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So, so let me ask you this. What's a, what is a recent challenge that you've had to deal with? And it could be personal or professional, um, but something that was sort of a challenge for you and you had to overcome it, or maybe you're still in the process and, and what was your approach to it? Mm. You know, I think probably the biggest challenge that I have, um, and, and continues to be a challenge is narrowing my focus mm. to the things that are the most essential in my life. Yeah, um, and, and, you know, this comes back to, you know, my heart to make an impact in, in other people's lives and in organizations every single day, being very creative, um, being intuitive. I look for opportunities and, you know, if we do this, then we could do this. And, oh, if we did that, then we could do this other thing. And, and, you know, it just, yeah. you know, for me has the, has the opportunity <laughs> to just expand and to grow and, and I'm loving every minute of it because I'm, I'm I, you know, it, it's feeding that creative piece, but what I found for myself is I've got to keep it simple. 
I've yeah. got to keep it narrow. Um, and you know, for me last year, I, you know, I, I started every year with some core words that I'm going to really anchor into. And, um, and one of my words last year was, was simplify. Mm-hmm. And, um, so you're really looking through all of the good opportunities and filtering it through the great op- to the great. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that for me is something that I've struggled with. I continue to struggle with because that, you know, that creative side, but, um, you know, it, Every day I'm getting better at it, and um, you know it's uh, it, it's a learning process. Yeah, uh, you know we we have to learn. We have to be willing to say, you know what? As much as I would love to do this, I'm not going to be able to give my best. Yeah. So if I can't give my best, then then I'm going to put you in a place where you can work with someone else that can do that. And yeah. uh, you know I think it's it's actually prideful for us to do more than what we are capable of doing in a successful way because number Mm -hmm. one we're not giving our best number two we are preventing someone else from being able to give their best i love that wow that's a that's a powerful one. I got. I'm gonna to have to rewind that and uh, put it in quotes and put that on the wall. It's prideful. <laughs> wow, to do uh, more than we're capable of doing in a in a uh, successful way was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That is wow. That's powerful. And I and, I, and you know I think the, I, I love that you brought up that concept of of really narrowing the focus. Um, you know, and that's just the day and age we live in. There's there's so many very easy ways to uh be distracted with good intention too um you know oh uh, absolutely uh, uh, you know i know there's a lot of you know there's a lot of pop culture writers that will you know poo poo the advent of all the the internet and the apps and the social media platforms and stuff and how horrible they are but i don't really subscribe to it because all those distractions are those distractions can be engaged with with just good or neutral intention Mm-hmm. And when it comes to having a platform, there's so many really good things that we can attempt to do um, to build whatever our our version of our our, our dream life and and our, and our you know whatever the core mission that that any of that you and I and everyone listening has whatever mm-hmm. it is we're looking to do. There's plenty of things that we could get into to try to achieve it. Um, but there does come that point where you know accomplishing more winds up being a result of being willing to do less. That's right. And just, and just narrow that focus. So I, I, that's a great lesson and certainly one, you know, I know you mentioned that's something you're working on. I think that's that's probably going to be something that all of us are eternally working on. It's it's just got to be a, a process because... But, yeah, I, I think it's something, as I've talked to high-performance, high-impact leaders, I, I mm-hmm. think every, universally, every single person struggles with that. Yeah. Um, because... We want to make such a difference. You know, we we know that life is short. Mm-hmm. You know, our legacy is is what we leave behind and what we're able to invest and contribute and and all of that. Mm-hmm. But um, but you know, I I think it is a you know, unfortunately, a lie that we've we've bought into that my degree of success is commensurate with my degree of activity. Yeah. Oh gosh. And, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, the, as soon as you said that, I thought of that, that word hustle that is just playing. Everywhere, yeah, uh, it, and it's it's 
and again, I think that's a word that in many cases is used with good intention, but it can really have some negative results, in my opinion, if it's received by someone who really, really is just not interpreting it in the way that would be most useful to interpret it. Because Absolutely. That can lead to just the busy train. I just need to be busier. And if I'm busier, then I'll be more successful. And yeah, you're right, Dr. Bush. That is so not yeah. the case. So not the case. Uh, yeah. I, I got to ask you, um, and I, before I jump to my next question, what is your, I, I know your, your, your goal and your mission involves um, developing high impact leaders. What does that mm-hmm. mean for you? Because that's, that's such, I love the word, I love the phrase because it's such a, it just invokes this uh, this powerful feeling. What is a high impact mm. leader? And is there? Well, I'll just let you answer it broadly, and then I'll answer follow up. Yeah, I I appreciate that. You know, I've I, through the years I've really marinated on that, and you know, we we talk a lot about you know performance and results and and outcomes and all of those type of things. But mm-hmm. you know, for me, the the leader that is able to truly impact lives is is one that's focused on impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's not in for me, it's about the leader recognizing every single situation is unique. So mm-hmm. it's not a one size fits all that results for this person are not necessarily the same results for this person, but we have the opportunity to make an impact in every life that we touch. And let me, let me caveat this as well. Every one of us are leaders. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I love John Maxwell's definition of, of that is is leadership is influence. Yeah, and every one of us, every single day, are influencing. Yeah. It, 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 we influence in our families. We influence with you know the person that's uh, you know taking our money at Kroger. You know we yeah. we influence when we're driving down the road, and do we have road rage or are we waving at somebody when they go by? <laughs> yeah. I, I know that hits kind of close to home to some folks, yeah, but yeah. we are we are influencing every day. So for me, you know, when I think about high impact leadership. It's really focused on five different areas, and and this is where I spend a lot of time, you know, coaching and and training and development and and consulting. And these five areas are character, growth, relationships, results, and vision. Nice. So, not earth shattering, you know. We we probably all heard it, but one of the things that I've realized is when the student is ready, the teacher arrives. Absolutely. And you know, for me. It's something that I've seen through the years. I've researched it. I know that these are the core areas. And and it's and the reason that I start with character is high impact leadership is an inside out journey. Yeah. So we can have all of the checklists and all of the great buzzwords and all of those type of things that that we can learn. But at the end of the day, if your heart is not changed. Mm. And you can't be in a place where you are authentic with your character and and you can show love to those that you're leading, then everything else is going to fall apart. You may be able to keep it together for a while, yeah. but that's why character and then investing in yourself, yeah. you're, you're surrounding yourself with others that can be a part of your journey. Obviously, results are, are critical. 
and and you know leadership is about achieving results but then aligning everyone for a vision for the future for me that's high impact leadership and and that will change your life forever yeah yeah that's 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 you know amen to that that is such a powerful statement <laughs> character i've seen i've i've seen it so many times i'm sure people that are out there listening have as well you know when it comes to working towards a result especially working with or around or for a leader towards a result it is so much easier to to fight for a result if you respect the character of the person that's leading you oh absolutely so much easier you're exactly right <laughs> and it, it, it honestly because it, it isn't it true it becomes a it almost becomes a situation as as uh <laughs> as weird as it may sound it, many times and I've, I've seen it repeatedly there can be a good goal or mission organizationally uh on a larger small scale but if the character of the leader is just failing for whatever reason people will, will they'll almost ignore what they That's know right. to be a positive result that they could make because they don't want to see that leader be able to accomplish it that's right if the character is off so that, that's such a powerful thing and, and, I, and I, I really admire your 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 brilliance and your character for leading with that as you do the work you do because that's that's mm-hmm. really an important thing and, and uh, I know many there are many uh, traditional thinkings that would say, okay, jump into the checklists and the, and the, you know, how do we build our productivity and all those things, which as you said, are essential, but character, you, you, you can't replace that. You can't replace that. Yeah. You know, re- results are essential, yeah. but character is foundational. Yes. And boy, if you don't build on that strong foundation of character and then, you know, intentionally focusing on your growth and, and the relationships, then everything else is a house of cards. And, and it will, it may not happen today. It may mm-hmm. not happen a year from now, but it will fall down because yeah. you're not building that inner strength Mm-hmm. that gives the foundation for future success. So true. Great lesson, great lesson, and great lesson for all of us to remember that. And I'm glad you brought up the fact about that all of us are leaders. Um, you, because we're, whether we're, we're mom at home, a dad at home, uh, son, daughter, student, you know, we're influencing. And, uh, you know, for us to be able to, to create the results we're looking for, we, we have to look at our character and what we're doing as Absolutely. we're doing all those things across all the contexts of our life at home and at work. So mm-hmm. thanks for that. Uh, let me jump to, to the next question. What is, what's working great for you at the moment? What's really working well for you that you'd like to share? It could be anything. Mm. You know, I, I think for me is just the this creative season that I'm in. Mm. Um, you know, I I mentioned that every year I have four or I, I have words that are going to kind of be the hallmark of, of uh, that year. And for me this year, there's there's four. You know, I'm, I'm always an overachiever, so I, <laughs> I, I, I can't have just one. I have to have four. Um, but but two are carryover from last year, so that that that's my out. Uh, so so freedom and focus, freedom and focus, uh-huh. and then create and connect. Ah, nice. uh, are are my words for this year. So so for me, it is you know that that creative season, you know, bringing that together, mm-hmm. and you know, creating podcast, you know, writing, you know, my I'm 
planning on having two books come out this year. So, so you know, writing those books, um, you're creating learning content for leaders and, and creating um, Life Academy, which is you know focused on on life transformation and and really kind of doing a deep dive to help people reset their lives in a very practical way. Mm-hmm. You know that that for me is is really working well. And you know, I I know that that you've been there and and you are there as well. But but I mean, when you've got that mojo coming, mm-hmm. man, I mean, I mean, I don't want to sleep. I don't want to eat, um, you know, I, you know, sitting down and, and, you know, spending a little time with the family. I, yeah. I love my family, but man, I'm, I'm, I'm just in that creative season of my life. So that for me is working really, really well. That's so great. I love it. I love it. Create uh, staying creative. Uh, definitely a lesson uh, for all of us to follow. Definitely something I, I can definitely relate to. I enjoy, I love creating and uh, constantly finding uh, ways to build more or generate more time to be able to do more of it because it, it definitely feels good. Absolutely. Um, most important question that I can ask you right now is how can people get a hold of you? No, I'm skipping. I'm, I'm not going to ask that yet. I'm not ask that yet. <laughs> we'll get to that and see everybody's grabbing their pens and stuff. <laughs> I almost forgot to ask and you teased right into it. So I don't, I don't know how I forgot to ask this. Uh, what's next for you on the horizon? You already teased us about the two books. So uh, what's what's the next big thing for you this year on the horizon? Is it is it the books? That's the, those are the big two things. You know, it's it's the books. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be a little bit later on this year, but probably the more more immediate is the uh, Catalyst Leader University okay. um, that that I'm launching, and then um, online learning and development programs in the areas of of leadership and in the Life Academy. Um, nice. You know, I've got. I've got all of the content pieces down. Now it's just a matter of of putting it together uh, in a deliverable format. And um, my goal is for that to launch in uh, in the second quarter of this year. But uh, okay. you know, it's uh, you know again, it's a it's a labor of love. Mm-hmm. You know, getting in there and and grinding it out, and making it happen. But um, you know, I know that. When folks come together and they're and they're being impacted and their lives are being changed, mm-hmm. it's all worth it. So, Beautiful. so they, I think the, those are the two main things for me this year. Now, what are the, what's the difference between the two of them? Is is one self guided and and one live, or are they both? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah, man, I appreciate you asking that. So, so Catalyst Leader University yep. is um, a twelve-month program that is leader coach facilitated. So it's a blending learning um, your program. Okay. So um, we go through each of the different or those five areas of high impact leader. So mm-hmm. character, growth, relationships, results, and vision. And there's uh, coursework in that every week. Um, the the learners get together for an online coaching call. So okay. we're looking at, you know, the introverts that love to just kind of sit at their computer and, <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, read, answer questions, uh, you know, engage in conversation there. But then we also have the extroverts where, where we have leader coaches that are going to be out there facilitating conversation. So it, it's a really, really cool approach for blended learning. And then, um, Life Academy and High Impact Leader Academy are okay. going to be more self-directed in in self-learning. Beautiful. And uh, man, just stay tuned on that because there's a lot of great stuff coming. I love it. You got to make sure you uh, uh, let me know when those go live so I can link them up uh, and and make it easy for people to find them both. 
uh, on you know on my site, and I'll, obviously I'll link to your oh, site. So awesome. They can they can keep up to date on your website as well. Uh, now to the most important question: Is if that wasn't important enough, how can we? Get, how can everyone listening? How can they get a hold of you, Doctor Brooks, and uh, and 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 engage in what you're doing uh, with all the things across the board, from your podcast to your videos, your blog, your books, and uh, the academies that you're going to be launching this year? Where can they find you? Absolutely. Probably the easiest thing is my website. It's it's the, the center point of everything. So drjasonbrooks.com. Um, it has everything on there, the podcast, the the videos, you know, the learning programs, you know, my books, etc. Um, I'm on Facebook at uh, Dr. Jason T. Brooks, you know, LinkedIn, um, Twitter at Dr. Jason Brooks. And, you, you know, it's interesting. You, you mentioned earlier about just the social media and how that can be you know, it could be you know, positive and negative. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, where it kind of sucks us in, and you know, for me, I'm I've intentionally made the choice to be very active on social media mm-hmm. because I think there's so much negativity out there today yep. that uh, you know, I, I always have very positive things, motivational things, affirming things. So you, know, I, in an overall dark experience, I want to try to be. A beacon of hope and and light for leaders and and you know for for individuals. So I love for folks to connect with me out on social media, visit my website, and uh, let's just uh, build that relationship together. Great, I I love it, and I definitely am not at all surprised uh, to see you being that that beacon for us to look at and and be inspired by and and aspire to be more uh, by staying in contact with you. Everybody listening. Uh, that's drjasonbrooks.com. That's drjasonbrooks.com. Of course, I'll link it on on uh, my website, as I mentioned earlier, at aaronkeithhawkins.com. Just type Brooks in the search bar, and you'll find it all, all the links to his social stuff. So please do please do take him up on that. Stay connected with Dr. Brooks and, uh, for share, and thank him, first and foremost, for spending so much time with us today, sharing so much. Dr. Brooks, I'd love to do two more hours, but I think you and I will both be in trouble if we do. <laughs> right, right. We, well, we got to keep that balance in our life, my friend. We do, we do. But I definitely will. We'll collaborate, and we will do this again, um, definitely in the in the near future. Uh, before I let you go, I, I just have to take a moment to pause and say sincerely, thank you, Doctor Brooks, for doing what you do for being a for being a, you're definitely an inspiration to me. You're somebody who I've quickly quickly come to admire. Um, as a person, uh, as 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 a man, and as someone who's who's sincerely growing a platform and doing work for the right reasons, you know, there's uh, nothing that you do um, seems to be pointed about self. Everything you're doing is looking to support other people, and we need more people like you out there. So, thank you for sharing what you do and for being on the show and and sharing with our listeners today. I appreciate you, man. Well, it's my pleasure. I tell you, the the sentiment is is reciprocated back to you. I, you and I share such a common connection and a common bond of of truly helping people to change and and to build success in their life. So I just thank you for all that you're doing. I thank you for being my friend, and yeah. I, I know that we're going to have a lot more opportunities to do some really really neat stuff together in the future. That's that's a promise, my friend, and I appreciate you. Thank you so much, and thank you, uh, listeners, uh, for for spending time with us today on Unbreakable Success. Always appreciate appreciate you listening and hanging out. And uh, please make sure you you um, 
stop by AaronKeithHawkins.com. And as I mentioned, search for Brooks in the search bar and leave us a leave us a comment about your favorite nugget from today's episode and drop a thank you for Dr. Brooks in there, please, if you would. And we'll see you next time. Dr. Brooks, thanks again. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. All right. Take care, bro. All right now. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of Unbreakable Success. I told you you were going to love that one. Dr. Brooks is, is phenomenal, isn't he? Uh, please make sure you swing over to AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash 41 just to drop a thank you and get the links to Dr. Brooks' uh, website and ways you can contact him. If you didn't grab it already, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you want to grab that, that rapid success guide to help you improve your influence, it's at AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash influence. And if you haven't subscribed already, iTunes is waiting for you. <laughs> Hop over to iTunes. Uh, go ahead and hit subscribe. Leave a quick rate and review if you've gotten anything of value from this show at all. I'd love for you to be getting these episodes consistently. And certainly, uh, your perspective when people are browsing shows to listen to, if you really think a show is valuable, let somebody know. Because, like I always say, there's nothing better than paying it forward. So if you're getting something good, please help somebody, somebody else and influence somebody else to get the same benefits that you've been getting. Until next time, I certainly can't wait to talk to you again. So take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and keep on creating the best life of your life. I'm Aaron Keith Hawkins, and I will talk to you soon.